You're listening to Asians Represent, a series on the OneShot Podcast Network. I'm your host, Daniel Kwan, and this episode is brought to you by our amazing supporters on Patreon. Head to patreon.com slash aznsrepresent for exclusive content, show notes, and more. Hey there, everyone. It's Daniel from Asians Represent. Uh, I'd love to start off this episode by saying, hey, you know, I've just gotten home from Big Bad Con. Uh, but it's actually been a couple of weeks since Big Bad Con. Uh, unfortunately, I got COVID at the con and it really messed me up. And because of that, I wasn't able to really talk or anything. Uh, and uh, therefore, this episode was, you know, greatly delayed. But this... Uh, my, my health has returned to me very slowly, and I feel well enough to at least record this introduction and some of the uh, transition stuff in this episode. Now, uh, what do I mean by that? Well, Big Bad Con was the first time that the entire Asians Represent crew, except for Jeremy, ha- in its current iteration, has met in person. And I was able to, uh, we were all very busy, but I was able to Uh, sit down with some folks and do some interviews, uh, namely with Agatha, Steve, and Drew, where we reflected on where Asians represent, you know, what we've done, where we're going, and of course, you know, how we were feeling about Big Bad Con and the future of us doing convention stuff. Uh, So I hope you folks enjoy this episode. Um, These interviews got really, really deep, and uh, I'm happy that we did it. Uh, I'm also extremely happy for this upcoming season of the podcast. Not only do we have, you know, monthly episodes of No Dice, No Problem with Drew and I, uh, but we've got some really good episodes lined up. One of the things that Agatha and I talked about uh, was that we really want to kind of return to what Asians Represent started as, um, and that was, you know, as an interview show where we talked to Asian creators in the tabletop gaming space about you know, their projects and their goals and their sources of inspiration for their work. And so that's something that we're going to try doing more with the podcast. And I'm really excited about that. Um, but yeah, that said, uh, I hope you folks enjoy this episode. Uh, and let's start with a little interview between myself and our very own DM Steve. How long has it been since we've been on air together? Okay, so the reason why I had to wait a minute before we started was because I had to look up when you and I first started talking. No, come on. You're going to make me cry. So, <laughs> come on. So May 17th, 2019 is when I DM'd you. Oh, my God. And I was like, hey, I'm doing Asian yeah. D&D thing. <laughs> and then that's how we started talking because I pulled it up. And it was like, I was like, this is, this is a lot. <laughs> I said on May 17th, 2019 at 4.12 PM, I said, didn't realize I wasn't following you. <laughs> Exclamation mark. <laughs> if I told you we were planning a and d series with an all Asian cast, would you be interested in joining? And you wrote all caps, <laughs> fuck, period. Yes, period. And then fuck, period. Yes, period. At. 6.05 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> and so for the audience, I just showed Steve our Twitter DMs. 
and oh. then we we talked and this was actually just before I was going to uh, D&D live in in LA yep yeah and then we talked a bit and then uh, we didn't talk until like July and we just and then that was it and then September it was very intermittent because then we just became friends oh. right away and that was literally it that's so our weird. Twitter DMs are you could scroll through them with one swipe I think that's that's so funny and just like like okay we're at Big Bad Hunt obviously yes. right? yeah we're at Big Bad Hunt right now and we're sitting in a quiet hallway so folks might hear some you know feedback in the background if folks walk by us but we picked we purposefully picked a quiet hallway near room where a panel is going on we're not being disruptive but that means people won't be coming by because the panel's already started yeah it's also kind of like when, once we're done people are gonna start walking by it's like hey you gotta cut that out yeah exactly <laughs> unless they hear but, us and then that just means we're too bombastic so, so this is funny because the first panel i was on like I've, I've really never been to a tabletop RPG panel uh, con except for Breakout. Breakout. But Breakout's local. Like I didn't travel for it. I didn't, you know, spend the night there, that kind of stuff. So right. this particular con, I'm at a panel. Like people are coming up to me. It's like, hey, Steve, I really like the work that you do. You know, the, all this kind of stuff. And they're, they're giving these accolades. And it's, it's surreal to me. And the panel was about, like, how do you get started in it? And my start was literally, I DM Daniel to be like, yo, I DM'd the Asian represent official one. I was like, "Yo, you guys do some amazing stuff." You I love DM'd this thing. Uh, you DM'd us about about um, masks, masks, and then you said, "I bought." No, you DM'd us, and you were like, "The discount code doesn't work." Yes, and then I don't know why I remember this, but then because I, I, God, this sounds so. I rem, God, I remember exactly where I was. Okay. When you DM'd us about the discount code of all things, yeah, yeah, because you were the first person to give us any feedback unsolicited about masks. Really? I was on a side street that runs perpendicular to Spadina near right, Harvard. Right, right, right. And I remember sitting on my, at the time, my my electronic scooter, my electronic Vespa, and seeing this and be like, oh my God, this dude in Toronto likes our shit. <laughs> and then being like, oh man, we have a fan of our show. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't. Th- I've never told you that. You never have. And like we think about this, like Chris has been on, and like we talk about this, like the Toronto community loves this stuff, and they support yeah. it. And I, obviously, like there's a lot of Asians out there who this still blows my mind. They're just like the things we say, the things we talk about, yeah. really helps to open doors, open windows, open minds and hearts. Dude, look at look at the entire staff team on Tiansha. Oh my god! If you if you look at that announcement, at least half of them have been on Asians Represent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or in our community, it's and there were some funny jokes where like the folks were like, "Did the Paizo people just go into the Asians Represent Discord and just start DMing people?" Probably. You know what? <laughs> That's not a bad strategy. It's not, and I honestly, it's so, it warms my heart to hear that people recognize you, here. Yeah. Because, I feel like. I don't, and I don't want to take any credit. I feel like that was because of Asians represent. Because I'm not Asians represent. We are Asians represent. And it's because of that. Yeah. And it's so cool that you get to come to a con, be it your first international, in this case, tabletop con, and be recognized for the good work that you do. Yeah. And I just, I, and I hope the same thing is happening to Drew and Emma. And I hope they're getting the same praise. Like, I hope that, I really hope that people 
recognize that like you and Drew put so much work into the Discord server. And I talked about the Discord server at a panel today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I was like, you know what was really important to the success of any creative endeavor that you're working on? And we were talking about um, marketing. Mm-hmm. And I brought mm-hmm. up the difference between paid marketing and word of mouth. And I was talking about how paid marketing gets you acquisition. Mm-hmm. Right? People, you get the click and people will buy into your product. But word of mouth gets you advocates. And it's the advocates who will do the marketing for you. And it's the advocates who will speak about the value of what you're doing in an authentic way. And in many ways, that's more powerful. And the reason why we're able to do that is because of you and Drew. And there are people who I've played video games with on our server, shout out to Geo, who are at the con. No way. Who are at the con. And we were literally talking about a time we were playing this game called Battlebit Remastered together. And we were talking about how epic this moment was in the game, but we were in face-to-face. Yep, yeah, yeah. Absolutely wild. And I think what's really special about BreakoCon is that you and I are starting to meet people who we've never met in person. Yeah. I think I think that's the part that's really blowing my mind um, in that, you know, Yvonne and I are here. We're meeting people, and people are coming up to us and saying, I, like, I hate to interrupt. They're being very polite about everyone here is so nice. Yeah. But they, they, they are sharing these accolades and, like, these feelings and emotions and – I, like I'm, I'm left speechless. Like I, I'll say thank you and all that kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I walk away from like, did that really happen? Like, am I a dr- in a dream? It is wild to know that even one stranger knows my name. I know. Yeah. And or like, it's just like, oh, I did a TTRPG thing because of you. Yeah. Or I tried a podcast because of you. Or I decided to try doing this thing because I heard Steve liked it. Oh my god. I think it's it's. Like objectively, it shouldn't be that surprising because you were at D and D Live, or we planned D and D Live. We were at the other D and D Live that was all remote. Yes. So like, Watsy even like engaged with us, and like we share a platform, we share these yeah. like moments. So oh yeah, that D and D celebration. Yes, D and D celebration. Sorry, um, but we like we share these moments. So of course, like our names are out there. But when it happens in a person, like a human, like comes a up, real person, a, it's not the internet. Not the internet. And not the, the downplay inter- interaction, but when you're there in sharing that same space, the same same, you know, emotions physically like that. Oh, I can't I can't describe it. This is right? this con is so good <laughs> for me. This <laughs> big bad con is my favorite con. I also think that what's really special about it is that this was the first con where everyone in Asians represent, except for Jeremy. Jeremy, we miss you. Um, everyone in Asians represent, except for Jeremy, has been able to gather for the first time. This is the first time that we've been able to gather as a group since the group consisted of myself, Agatha, Amar, and Jade. Mm-hmm. This is the first time that everyone's been in the same place at the same time. So I have to ask you, Steve, because this has to be in person. Oh, my God. We used to record in person. We did. We used to record in person in my dining room. Yeah. But that was before I feel like Asians represent became like this thing yep, this yeah, like yeah. force and i think i'd love to know your thoughts on essentially like three years of asians represent into the pandemic yeah like what are your thoughts on asians represent how are you how are you feeling about what we've accomplished so far okay so you know you you've given me kind of the goal in the mission statement but being who I am, you know, I took that and I was like, what is my goal? What am I here for? Like mm. the so what question. And my so, so what question has always been connections with people. 
right? Like if I can, can connect with as many people as possible, then I can share my story and they can share theirs and we can build up and we can encourage other people to share their story. And that is, in my opinion, how we're going to achieve the overall goal of just highlighting Asian stories and, and, and really bringing it to light and, and talk about not only the pain, but the joy of it. And we need that space to do it. Yeah. So pandemic, it affected our logistics for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was tough and was difficult, but we, we, uh, we were resilient, I would say. And we found ways to continue creating these episodes like Oriental Adventures. Um, we did that over the pandemic. Yeah. And we, uh, I'm getting emotional, <laughs> but like, <laughs> it, I, the pandemic, if there's one good thing that came out of it, in my experience, the Asian represent, is it really allowed us to examine what our goal was and to make sure that our decisions and the things we do align with that, which is, in my opinion, these stories of Asian people. I, I think the pandemic really got us to focus on the community more. Mm-hmm. Because, because before the mission was like, oh, yeah, highlighting creators and stuff. but And we always talked about uplifting the community, but we never really engage with the community like we did when the pandemic happened like with the discord with the discord yeah like that was kind of a big game changer for us because that really helped us tie into that mission statement yeah i i had like um we had we we didn't really do a a retrospective after we hit a hundred thousand downloads on the podcast but one thing that i thought about today so i was on a panel with uh a whole bunch of amazing podcasters but one of them uh, Jeff Stormer, who hosts the Party of One podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's also at the con. He's awesome. Uh, he said, if your podcast gets over, if you do over seven episodes, you are above average in the podcasting world because most people never make it past seven. Mm-hmm. If you get 50 downloads a month on your podcast, imagine being at a convention and filling a room with only 50 seats in it every single month if you get 200 downloads a month aaron katano sias of all my fantasy children said you filled a small theater mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i never thought about it that way and i think about asians represent and how many people have listened to the show watched us live have watched us on youtube and i think we have really spread the sort of the, the word of the positive impact that Asian creators can have in this industry. And I think a big part of that is because of you. Oh, come on. Right. Come because on. Because you are, you're always, you're look, I, I, you're always out there making friends, networking, and also being that perspective that we needed. Right. Because you know, you know, my personality, I'm very much like, <laughs> I would just cut shit like left and right. Yeah. And you brought to Asians represent this sort of like empathy and like big caring energy that I know I don't have, or I don't express in a way that comes out on a podcast because I think that sometimes I can come off as uncaring if you spend a lot of time with me. Right. But you know me well, you know me well. Uh, But you are, you've just got this energy that I think, really helped me on Asians represent be like, I need to vocalize my empathy 
a lot more like Steve does. And I think you've also just been a great role model for like our community too, because when you, I'm not saying you're perfect. I'm not saying I'm perfect, but when you fuck up, you acknowledge it and you'd be like, okay, I fucked this up. And I've also seen you grow a lot through Asians represent mm. because you used to be very much like, I'm just going to go and just like start tweet threading. Yeah. And now you're very much like, am I the voice? Is this where I need to insert my voice? And I think that's come from doing Asians represent. I think absolutely. So I don't think I've ever shared this with you, but this like bombastic, like what I call like aggressive empathy, which I'm still workshopping. So, you know, we don't have to use that one. Okay. But this is like, this is how I like find a lot of joy in life where I get to bring my energy, but also like my emotions and I get to try to bring out other people's emotions. I used to be really like ashamed and embarrassed by that. Like this, like, you think, it's an, you think it's an Asian thing, like growing up in the diaspora, not sharing your emotions and stuff. I, I'm going to say yes, but because of the nature of being embarrassed by that mm. and then trying to break out of it and, and getting to that, I, I haven't really connected with too many people with that same story. I have seen a couple people, um, and that's been really great to connect on that. Yeah. But I'm, I'm working on the assumption that it's a pretty niche kind of thing, but my Asian-ness and my mask presentingness and all that kind of stuff definitely plays into it. But I used to be really ashamed of it. Like I, I didn't, I wanted to be the person who was kind of emotionless, kind of like very even. Yeah. But then I realized that I enjoy life much more when I get to be as vocal as I want to be about what I care about and just show people that this is the thing I care about a lot. And that's been great. And Asians represent, you know, of course, give me a platform to help do that. But you're absolutely right that, you know, reflecting on it, having a retrospective on it, it, it helped me even it out because I began to realize that, you know, Asians represent my position, how I navigate through the world is a, in many respects, a very privileged way. Of it's a responsibility. At this point, it's responsibility. It really is. And when you mentioned the kind of like pulling it back, I remember the moment that it happened and I messaged you. I was like, hey, I'm going to do this Twitter thread. And you, you had like, me look over it. Yeah. And you were like, I'm going to challenge you. Yeah. Why do you want to do this? And I was like, that is what I needed. I needed someone to challenge me a little bit on it. Mm -hmm. And I thought about it. And I was like, you know what? Sometimes I don't need to take up the space. Sometimes I can just sit back and let the other people whose voices I think are way more eloquent and way more relevant to this topic speak on it. Yeah. And then just like find that joy in being quiet. That's, that's the thing, right? I, I think you and I have approached a similar problem kind of growing up in the, the Asian diaspora, right? The contain your emotions and don't, don't stand out. Don't yep. draw attention to yourself. Uh, there is a balance between like wanting attention and wielding the power of attention. Absolutely. Um, and I think that's one thing that we are constantly striving to do with Asians represent. So we're coming up to a new season mm -hmm. and I have things that I want to do this season with the show, with like no dice, no problem with our community. One of the things that I want to do is I want to design a TTRPG on the show. Okay. Okay. And I want to do, and I've talked to Liana about this. I want to do wandering blades, but I want to dedicate each episode to talking about a specific aspect of Asian representation in TTRPGs that we critiqued on Oriental Adventures, Caratour, Al-Kadim. Yeah, yeah. Leading up to a season finale where we release a quick start. 
that's my pitch. Okay. Okay. Um, I want to know from you because I'm. We've talked about this, and I know bandwidth shifts, and you've got stuff going on. You've had stuff going on. Is there one thing that you want to do on Asians Represent this season or within the coming six months? And this could be a community thing. It doesn't have to be on the show. But is there something you want to do with our platform, with our community within the next six months? I think what I would really like to do is bring on at least, you know, one more, two more people that haven't had a chance to be on the platform and let them, you know, really express what this impact has had on them and what they've done with it. I think uh, like a pot, I don't want to sound like we're smelling our own farts, but (laughs) I, I would love to know the story of someone who listened and this helped them develop like a, a vision and how they went about achieving that vision or that goal. I just think those stories would be really, really valuable. Right. Yeah. So if you're a listener to the podcast, if you listen to Asians Represent, um, and you've been inspired to enter the TTRPG industry or the board game industry, I'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Uh, and this isn't a way to stroke our egos or anything like that. I want to hear about your journey as a designer. I want to hear about what you've made. And let us know. Send me a DM on Twitter. If you're in the Discord server, send Steve or I a message. And we'll set something up for this season. And we'll have uh, Steve co-host that episode hell yeah that sounds amazing i i'm excited now <laughs> I'm, I'm like i'm into it I, I, that's a good I, idea i haven't really had the, the space to think about like what i want this next season to look like but you you gave it to me and my my whole heart is let me hear your story and like let's talk about it and that story that goes good. back to our roots that was like how we originally started it <sighs> so like we were just let's sp- let's highlight another asian designer yeah who was kind of inspired by our initial sort of like mission to do exactly that okay so let's so so for let's do it to summarize what you want us to do within the next six month is return to our roots one episode one One episode at least one episode to bring on someone and just talk about the story the journey yeah and go from there and i think that's the advantage to our platform is that we're not like just an actual play show we're just here to talk about asians in gaming yeah, And I think that gives us a lot of creative freedom. And it also gives us a lot of longevity because we can just, we're never going away. And I don't say Asians represent, I mean Asians. We're never going away and we're always going to be here. And so as long as there are Asians in tabletop, we have people who we can uplift with our platform. And that's why we've kind of been going on for so long. Um, anything else you wanted to say before we, we move to the the next sort of retrospective big bad con live interview. So I, I was thinking about this and like we started this conversation and like my words escaped me and like I'm, re- I'm reconnecting with them, but I just, Dan, you do such good work. Can I gush? Can I gush for like the next like okay, six I'll, seconds? I'll let you gush. You let me gush? Okay. <laughs> um, you're my mentor. Oh God. You have. <laughs> oh God. A lot of the, Whenever you see me do something in the space that you're like, wow, like what a what an elegant or professional way of doing it, that's you. That's you coming through the lens of no, me. I, like oh you, God. <laughs> or maybe I should say better, like up, the light is me, but you are the lens. You help me forge what that would look like, what the focus would be. Can I just be the battery or something? <laughs> no, no. You're going to be like that very physical thing that helped to focus that light. 
Okay. The light is I'm, mine. I'm I'll take glass. That. Okay. I like yes. it. Um, and glass, I like as a metaphor because you've gone through your tempering. You've gone through your oh, change. And okay. I've taken that and, and everything that you've seen me doing in the space, the Pilsar Tree space, you are a mentor and I have made mistakes. I haven't always been perfect. And that's not a, a, a comment on you. It is a comment on how I have progressed and thought and, and grown. But you've always kind of been there yeah. just to at least talk to me about it. Because, Steve, I am your friend. <laughs> you are. You are. But you're, like, to me, you're more than my friend. Like, you're, you're my friend. We talk about things. But you are also my mentor. If I need mm. guidance, if I need actual true guidance from someone who has the experience, I look to you. And Damn. you've always been there to give me the time. There's never been a time where Daniel, you're like, Hey, you know what? This week's no good. Can we talk next week? You've always made time for me. And to me, that is the teacher and student, the very sacred teacher student relationship that many people do not get too many of in their lives. And that, that, that's my gush. Audience cannot see this, but I'm, <laughs> I'm squirming. <laughs> Steve can see this. We're, we're also seated in a very intimate way. We are. We're, we're basically seated. like touching, like our knees we're, are we're, touching. We're basically knee to knee. <laughs> we're sitting in these chairs. Um, Steve's got a flask in a very Steve way. How dare you? I'm, I respect <laughs> it. It's, it's, I, it's I respect part, it. It's part of the brand. It's part of the brand. Uh, we talk a lot about uh, brands and being brand risks. Yep. Not you being a brand risk, Drew. <laughs> <laughs> right, right um, in this interview, yeah. <laughs> but no, that's I. It's something that I've been trying to do. I I've been in at work. The director in my department um, had me is having me do um, like management training mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, to transition to leadership, and. Uh, one of the things that I've been trying to think about in terms of my goals at work and just in like with Asians represent in general has been to use that, be a, a learning leader. Yeah. Right. I don't want to be the person on Asians represent who's just telling people what to do. Yeah. I want to learn alongside everyone else. I want to make mistakes alongside everyone else and I want to grow alongside everyone else. And I think the leader part of that is I want everybody to also try doing that themselves. Yeah. And damn, <laughs> I think that's a good ending point. I'm, I'm happy with that. Can I'm I, happy with can that. Can I get a hug? Yeah, of course we should hug and then we'll touch microphones. No, don't touch the microphone. No, we can touch the microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I just love Steve so much. He is such a gen genuinely Steve is an incredible person uh, and makes me want to be a, a better person. Um, Steve does a lot for Asians represent behind the scenes. If you if you don't hear Steve on the podcast a lot, uh, it's because, you know, Steve's got life stuff to deal with. But also Steve does a lot for our discord server. And one thing that I wanted to point out at this point in the episode is that our Discord server right now is public. Uh, before, it was a closed community because we wanted to make sure that we could prioritize safety and how we were setting things up. But we've hit this point where we've, uh, we feel comfortable opening it up to the public. We feel comfortable in the procedures that we have in place, the onboarding, the moderation. And so if you're interested in joining the Asians Represent server, uh, you could do so by clicking the link in the description on this uh, 
for this episode. So on the the little notes that you'll get on whichever platform you're listening to this on. Uh, if you're in the Discord server, you'll also be able to, uh, you know, hang out with us and speak to Agatha, who's the next interview we have. Agatha and I have really come a long way in this podcasting journey. I remember when we both started Asians Represent, we had no writing credits in this industry. We, we were just getting started. We had big dreams. And now we've got two Any Awards for this show. And I am extremely excited for what we're going to be doing together. Uh, so I hope you enjoy the next interview that I did at Big Bad Con, and it's this one with Agatha. My eyes are barely open. <laughs> <laughs> you got sleepy all of a sudden it's after not- we, I hit record, and then you're just like, oh, yeah. I'm tired. No, I've been tired all day. I've been subsisting on candy. I I Today I had... Korean fried chicken for lunch. Okay. And I ate a quarter of a mooncake for a snack <laughs> okay. an hour ago. Okay. And that's all I've had today. Okay, you're really representing Asian <laughs> in your cuisine. Yeah, yeah, I have. Oh uh-huh. my god. Like the all weekend, Jackie has been alpha Asianing all of us. That's so funny. Jack Jackie has literally just gone and like been like sneaky, just like, oh pay. Oh, I'll pay. You can get me back later. Every single time, Jackie just beats us to it. It's like, oh, I ordered food. Oh, everybody, I already, I ordered this big box of chasu bao and egg tarts. I just brought it in. Have some. Wow, what? Jackie has literally everybody's uncle. Oh, yo. This entire con. And y'all lost? Yeah, oh, Jackie made us look so bad. Yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. Yeah. It's so funny. That is, that's pretty great. But I wanted to spend this time with you, not to talk about how Jackie made us all look bad as Asians, mm-hmm. but to ask you about Big Bad Con. Ooh. We didn't get to go together in 2019. No. The mythical Big Bad Con that everybody seems to be talking about. Yes, that you always talked about and that you always reference as the starting point, the point that inspired Dungeons and Tha Asians. Yeah, it was like that con and D&D Live. Yeah, that yeah. inspired Dungeons and Asians. And I, for some reason, in my head, you were there with me. No, I was there in spirit. You, that's I, the thing. Like, I am always with you. You're always... <laughs> <laughs> this is not a message to, to any of the listeners. <laughs> we're not hinting at anything. Hagith <laughs> is like, I'll always be with you, Daniel. <laughs> I'm always but, here. I don't know, because it's been, it's been you and I for so long. Yeah, it's true. I was at... Uh, I was at a panel with uh, Aaron Catano Saez, mm-hmm. Jeff Stormer, James Nomato. Yeah. Um, and, um, oh my One God, shot. my mind. Uh, Lamar and, oh, what other person? Oh my God, my, my brain. But we were, we were talking about, like, how did you get into podcasting and stuff? And I told the story about how you and I went to that bubble tea shop, the Coco, yeah. at Young and Dundas. Yep. And how we talked about Asians rep. And then I just sent James a Facebook message. Yeah. I was like, hey, do you want to... Would you like our show? Yeah, he said yes, pitch. and that's how Asians Represent started. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I was like, uh, Asians Represent started in the most Asian way possible. It was the summer, and we met at a bubble tea shop. Yeah, that's true. And we, ha- we have come, like, a really long way since then. Yeah. Like, I have, and I don't, I, hopefully it has been the same for you, but there are so many people here who have just been like, 
stopping me and be like, oh my god, can I just, are you Daniel? Like, I, I've listened to like every episode. That's never happened to me. You it, are our, you are our representing, no. you just represent as our celebrity. No, no, it's happened to Drew. People are stopping. Bro, like, I'm the only one. No. <laughs> no, no. no, it's actually not true. But like, I agree with you. Cause like, whenever I say, yeah, I'm a part of Asians represent. People are like, whoa, people are like, whoa yeah. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, and I, I think Drew and I were talking and we were talking about how like, we all came to Big Bad Con, but we didn't come to Big Bad Con as Asians represent. Yeah, that's true. We came as kind of like a collective. And I feel like next year we should do that. Come as Asians represent. Uh, so are we getting matching t-shirts and like matching sun visors? I think Is we, that we should mean? have done like business cards, promotional stuff for the show. Yeah, let's do it. And I think that uh, we're talking about doing that at Breakout Con. So that we can kind of soft launch or, or try to test it out at Breakout. Yeah. Okay. Are you going, by the way? I'm I assuming ha- you are. I must. I live in that city. Yeah. I, I, you never know. You could be like, I'm done. I'm over it. I'm over it. No, never. Okay. Okay, cool. So I have to ask. I've been asking everyone this. Like, you know, we've been kind of reflecting on, like, you and I have been doing this for so long. Yeah. Like, it's been, it's been over, since 2018. Mm-hmm. We've been doing this for five years. Yeah. And I, I said that um, my biggest regret of the podcast is fucking up the numbering system for the episodes. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Because we used to do, oh, November bonus, December yeah, bonus. Yeah. And when we migrated to the new Spotify platform, yeah, it shows you how many episodes you have. Mm-hmm. And we were like at over, like 111 at the time. Right. And I was like, we missed a hundred episode celebration. Yeah, that's true. And it it really bummed me out. <laughs> it made me really regret it. But I wanted I wanted to kind of ask you, Asians represent. This is the first time that all of us, except for Jeremy, we miss you, Jeremy. Yeah. Um, have been able to meet in person at a con in a very 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 long time. Yeah. And it's the first time in this current configuration of the group. And I wanted to ask you, in terms of like our journey as like creative collaborators as like podcasters do you have any sort of regrets the things that you wish we had done in Mm. Asians Represent and perhaps those things are things that we could do in the next six months of Asians Mm. Represent is there anything that you have always wanted us to do that's a great question. Uh, and yeah, you really sprung it over me. <laughs> I've, I've sprung this on everybody. Okay, well, all right. Um, I think I feel like all of my regrets are like really mundane and in the background, like, oh, yeah, we should have really figured out uh, a, a bank account. <laughs> yeah, stuff like that earlier. Yeah. yeah, I think. But like legit, though, that's the kind of thing that it's nice to not stress about. Yeah. If, if that's something that we could do. So within the next six months, we need to sort out all of the, the business stuff on Asians Represent. We need to be more, I'd say, we need to be more efficient about how we handle the business side of Asians Rep. I agree. Um, yeah. I, think that, I think that is the big part of it. Because I think in terms of, like, the, our vision and things like that, like having a platform and also uplifting other people's voices... Uh, through our platform, I feel like those are the things that we have been doing pretty well at. Um, and I, I think there's always more that can be done, but it's, that's not necessarily like a regret. I do think, actually, no, there's one thing where it's like, 
I mean, we had Amar, and Amar is not feeling well, so there is yeah. that. But I, I do still wish that we could have more diverse voices, like in our main, like our core crew. Yeah. Because we're all East Asian in some way or another. Yeah. And I think that is one thing that is often on my mind. We have we have Pam for a while. And we, we did, but but, but the, not since we signed to the one shot. Everyone signed to one shot. Yeah. 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 Th- that's a really good point. So you would say that the one thing you'd like us to do within the next six months is within the, the core of our group, bring in more diverse Asian representation. I think that would be ideal. That yeah. would be ideal. In, in our hosting, in our guest. Do you think because then that would mean we'd have to figure out hosting and figure out the current arrangement of of team members. Mm-hmm. Do you think that within the next six months that's something we could do? Or should we focus on really trying to do more guests from like the global south? I think probably. As a short term. Maybe probably the latter is more achievable. Yeah. Um, and so I think that might, that might be a good goal. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So like people from like South Asia, Southeast Asia. Mm-hmm. Um, or like West Asia, Central Asia. Those are definitely harder because there's just like a smaller, like t- tabletop role playing game. I don't even know if there is a, a community that is will be able to connect like globally because right. we only speak English and we don't speak a lot of the languages in those specific areas. So I guess that's also one thing that. There, there is a way we could possibly do it, and it's if we were able to get somebody to do an interview in said language. Yeah. We could then kind of cut up the interview and then have narration where one of us, the host, speaks about what was said in the interview. Yeah, that's definitely going to require a lot more planning, though. A lot which, more planning. Which but I don't know, like, within six months, if that's something that we can start... We can start building something towards something I think like that. I would love to do episode like an episode where we do a quick interview with people from around the world about the rpg industry in those different asian countries that'd be sick and then that way we could do a translated sort of thing yeah and it could be more of a review of like hey we this is what we talked about if you want to listen to the uh if you want to listen or watch the interview in their language with subtitles we can have those as separate things Mm -hmm. and have the podcast be about the the, the transcript of what they said, like very NPR style or something like that. Right, right, right. Um, I do have a whole bunch of guests lined up for this season. Nice. That I think will align with what you're looking for. I also have guests in mind. Ooh, Excellent. So, let's okay. share notes. Let's share notes. Okay, so I want you to go first. So oh, who, you want who, me to go first? Oh, was, do you want me to go? I no, put you on I the can, spot before. I can but, go. I can go. Okay, who uh, do you have in mind? I was literally just talking to Aaron, Aaron Lim. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, had, I, I ate pizza with Aaron. <laughs> great yeah <laughs> yeah um and yeah he wrote uh specters of rockin which yeah. is a very cool sad mecha uh game and i'm like yeah get aaron on here i wanna what, what would be i so 100 percent. let's do it uh-huh who else um that's what i'm starting with your okay. turn i i really like that you wanted to you picked a creator and you're like i want to talk about their game because like one of the things I've been thinking about in the next six months is I want to kind of return to the roots of Asians represent. Ooh. And I want to return to when it was like you and I interviewing a designer and be like, just tell us about your work. Yeah. That just, was very fun. Let's just vibe. Like I was thinking about the, 
the interview that we did with Gian. Yeah, that way was back when. And Gian was, and we talked a lot about wilderness. Yeah, and Gian actually told me that Gian was like, that's still one of my favorite interviews. Oh, it was a really good one. It was a really good one, but I want to revisit that stuff. Yeah. I want to, I want to actually revisit our first episode on Orientalism. Mm-hmm. I think we're due for a new one. Sure. Um, but yeah, I want to do a lot more interviews with creators about like the work that they're doing and yes. rather than just like a concept that we're, we're talking about. Yeah. Like so, the one that I did with Michelle. Exactly. Just Mich- like that. Michelle, I want to do who's been Michelle, who's si- right here sitting beside us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> just be like, Hey guys. I, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I want to do more of that. So it, it sounds like we're very much like on the same page. Heck yeah. So I have two people. I have actually three people. Ooh, ooh. I have three people. Well, let me hear. So it. one is Kevin. Uh, knickknack on Twitter. Oh, um, okay. Kevin asked to kind of come on the show and be like, "What?" Kevin was like, "When are we going to do Asians represent?" And yeah, yeah, we were yeah. talking at the POC meeting greet about doing an episode on colonialism in TTRPGs mm-hmm. because we, you know, we hear a lot of people talking about anti-colonialism. Yeah. But when you're looking at like many countries and not just in Asia, like in Vietnam, erasing the colonial history in Vietnam has implications on contemporary Vietnamese culture. Yeah. And talking about the nuances of how we tackle colonialism in RPGs. Yo, then we got to get Ray on that episode as well. Done. I will never stop dreaming about Balak Bayan. That game is so good. And how post-colonial, like how it is about colonialism while also about cyberpunk, which I guess is kind of... Done. Yeah. Done. We'll do. We'll do too. We could even have like. I've typically tried to do one. You know how we in the previous season we've tried to do only one creator. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To kind of have the conversation be more focused. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do a two-parter. Whoa. We do two-parter. Whoa. Right. Yeah. Um. So we could do like post-colonialism and cyberpunk, and we could do one about like colonialism TTRPGs. Let's do it. So we've we've got Kevin. We've got Ray. Yeah. Um. For for like that topic. Yeah. Um. The second one is I want to have Viditya on again. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Viditya, and I, Viditya and I had, like, a really cool conversation at Big Bad Con. Oh. Uh, 2019, using this setup, this microphone setup. And mm-hmm. it's how I met Akami as well. Mm-hmm. And I want to talk to Viditya about world building and our different world building philosophies. Nice, nice, nice. Um, and the third one is uh, <laughs> on the same sort of thought that you had about we need to have more underrepresented people within the the the, the bounds of our content uh, i met a wonderful cultural consultant uh from new zealand who's maori mm-hmm. uh who is a cultural consultant we talk about oh we do all this stuff for aapi heritage month but we don't do it for the pi the pacific yeah. islander yeah 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 and I, that is something that i would very much like to cover yeah 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 um and i met the, this wonderful consultant named Liam who we connected and we're going to talk about like I- indigenous issues and yes. uh, the perspectives of a cultural consultant from another country as yeah. well. Oh, uh, that, that's very good. Right? Because like a cultural consultant who works within their country and it's their culture but I'm a cultural consultant and I work you know with Americans and Canadians but it's about a depiction of my culture which is not from this country. Yeah. And yeah. I think that would be a very interesting conversation about yeah. cultural consulting. For sure. Um, For sure. I think this is, uh, I think we've got like a, a really good, 
set of potential topics and interviews. But I want us to keep compiling lists of other Asian creators like Michelle who can come on the show and just Mm -hmm. talk about what they're doing. People who have never had a chance to be on a podcast and do an interview. Mm -hmm. I want to do more of that. Mm -hmm. And and it sounds like that's what you want to do too. Yeah. Heck yeah. Okay. So if you are a listener of Asians Represent um, and you're a a creator, you've made your first thing, uh, you're working on a cool project and you want a platform for that, let us know. Please reach out to us. Please reach out to Agatha or myself on yeah. Twitter or, or, or Discord if you're in our server. Or Blue Sky. Or Blue Sky, right? I keep forgetting. What do you want? Are you what is what's your Blue Sky handle? I think it's the same. Still Mighty Shrimp? Mighty Shrimp, but oh, with, with one Y. Oh, <laughs> branding inconsistency, Agatha. Oh. Yeah, I know. It's the, it's the right spelling. This time. <laughs> Mighty Shrimp on with two Ys on Twitter, one Y on Blue Sky for Agatha. Yeah, with one Y on Blue Sky and on Discord. And on Discord. I always forget that like you can like be like, oh, this is my Discord handle. Yeah. I always for- I'm really bad at that. Oh. Um, but I think I'm Daniel H. Cohen on Discord too. Pretty oh. sure. You um, have you understand branding. You you're doing it right. I'm pretty sure. We'll have to think about that on Discord. Um, but you can reach out to me as well if you're interested in like coming on to the show. I know you and I also talked about doing like shorter YouTube videos that are interviews, um, but I really just like the idea of going back to our roots and interviewing yeah, people that those way. Those are really cool to be able to pick people's brains. Yeah, I just like learn as designers and grow as designers. Yeah, for sure. Heck yeah. So that said, if you're listening to this and you'd like to come on the show, Hit us up. You can send us an email as well at aznsrepresent at oneshotpodcast.com. Or if you know somebody who you think might be a, you know, a, a great guest on the podcast and whose work deserves you know, the spotlight and should be uplifted, let them know. Get them to reach out to us. Or if you'd like, make an introduction and we'll, yeah. we'll get talking. Introduce us. Awesome. Thank you, Agatha. I'm yeah. just... Here's to another good year of Asians Represent. And here's to all of you listeners. We wouldn't be here without you. Seriously. Yeah. Seriously. It's wild to me that people still listen to us ramble. (laughs) 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 In all seriousness, it's it's, uh, the fact that we've built this platform. It started in that bubble tea shop where Agatha and I sent that Facebook message to James D'Amato of the One Shot Podcast Network. The fact that we're still doing this is, I think, uh, ooh, getting emotional. Um, I think the fact that we're still doing this is a big source of pride for me. The fact that we've been doing this for so long, we've put out over 100 episodes worth of content. Um, the fact that we've been able to help so many people kind of break into the industry is is something that I'm really proud of. Um, but in order for us to sort of maintain that longevity, maintain that sort of creative partnership that we have, it's important for us to diversify our content. And I think that's um, I think that's where Agatha and I work really well together. We kind of we we complement each other so well. Uh, we have different tastes in games, but we also have, uh, I guess I wouldn't say competing, but we have. Uh, different visions of what Asians represent can be, and we work together to kind of combine those visions. 
uh, and the ideas with you know of everyone else on the team. And one of the the newest things that we've been doing is kind of trying to be a little bit more silly, and that's where No Dice No Problem kind of came in. You know, doing the kind of content that I think most people are, uh, I think most people's introduction to Asians represent is typically through, you know, one of our really tough episodes. Like maybe somebody is you know, looking at the L5R stuff or Oriental Adventures, or they are learning about, you know, decolonizing RPGs, like the episode that I did with Bashir, or they are learning about the OSR for the first time, like the episode I did with Nora. Um, but some of the episodes are really hard. Um, they're they're tough topics, and I wouldn't necessarily say that they're entertainment first. They are education first, and that can be really difficult to do, you know, long term, because you know it requires a lot of uh, emotional and intellectual labor. And so one of the things that I'm really happy we started doing is, you know, variety content and content that is more focused on, you know just being visible in the space and, you know, and just having fun. And I think that's where No Dice, No Problem comes in. And uh, honestly, I, I, it's one of my favorite things that we do on Asians Represent. I, crazy that we've already gotten to 11 episodes at the time of recording this. Uh, I, I love that Drew and I can just kind of sit down for a couple hours every month and just kind of literally shoot the shit. Uh, we, sometimes we talk about poop. Sometimes we... You know, get a little serious and talk about the demise of our home D&D game. Um, but it's just great to have that outlet. And I am just so grateful for Drew. Not only does Drew do a lot on the communication side for Asians Represent, like managing our email, but also being our dis- Discord community manager. Um, Drew is my sort of creative partner in No Dice, No Problem. And it's, it's something that I... I'm really, really happy about. It's one of my favorite new things that we do for Asians Represent uh, because I think it it's it's fun and of course it kind of can contri- it contributes to the longevity of the show. Um, and so uh, you may have already heard the latest episode of No Dice No Problem that Drew and I recorded at uh, Big Bad Con, but this interview is one that we recorded literally just before the latest No Dice No Problem, and tonally it is a lot more serious and probably one of the most serious conversations I had at the con. Um, so that said, you know, uh, please give it up for, for Drew, the, the final reflection interview of this episode of Asians Represent. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. Drew. Hey, dude. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm tired. It's the last day of the conference. You just a conference? Convention. What's the difference? I mean, I think there's a difference. I don't know if there really is, though. I feel like there, there, there's a little bit of a difference. There's like trade show, conference, convention. Maybe, maybe the convention is the the middle ground on all of them. Sure, sure. I don't know. Maybe it's like conference is pure business. It's not about buying or selling shit. It's pure like yeah, saying things. Trade show is just selling. Yeah. And then convention okay. is like. Networking. We cracked selling. the code. There we go. Call we're, New York Times. We got it. We're smart, but it is it is the last day of Big Bad Con. It is, and we just had a we just had a really heavy conversation. Yeah. Are you okay to talk about it? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, we had a heavy conversation because like we were talking about how 
we have both been absent from each other the entire convention. Yeah. In part because people just wanted to talk to me about Asians Represent. And yeah, work. it's that um, intersection of fame and... F- Fame, free time, and friendship. I thought you were going to say fame and fortune. I was like, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. No, it's just like, you know, there's a certain element of there are many members of Asians Rep, but one of us is far more famous than the rest. And so, like, yeah, we want to all hang out and get together, but there's an awful lot of people who know you compared to people who know uh, the rest of us. And, like, you know, I have had lots of wonderful folks walk up to me and want to talk. Uh, but nowhere near the volume uh, that yourself has had. Yeah, and it was, uh, I think my biggest, my biggest regret of Big Bad Con is that we didn't spend more time together. Yeah. Because this yeah. is the first time we met in person. And I will say, our dynamic is completely the same. Yeah, it's pretty much. It's pretty much identical. I Except usually the- want to suplex you over the internet, and I still want to now. Yeah, and you just push me around more now. Yeah, yeah. Because you, you physically yeah. can just do whatever you want. You just yeah, push I'm, me. Yeah, I am much taller than you. Yeah, you're much taller than me, uh, much stronger than me. Um, but yeah, I, I think that Big Bad Con, this has been an interesting experience returning to Big Bad Con, because the last time I say air quotes, Asians Represent has went to Big Bad Con was in 2019. Who, who went with you? Was it just you? It was just me. Okay. So, like, Agatha me. wasn't there? No, Agatha yeah. wasn't there. Um, in my memory, Agatha was. But I think <laughs> I bring Agatha with me everywhere I go in my memory. Sure, sure. Um, but, yeah, it was just me. And now when we, we've come back as a, as an entire team to Big Bad Con. Yeah. Whole ensemble. Except for Jeremy. We miss you, Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy. Shout out to Jeremy in the UK. Yeah. Um. I think one of the things we didn't realize was the impact that we as a collective group have had since 2019. Yeah, we had like, we've had a bunch of people walk up to you, myself, yeah, uh, the others, us as a collective, so like individually and collectively, you know, uh, I've had folks walk up and be like, yo, dude, I love your content. I've watched all your episodes. Or I really, really enjoyed this specific topic, um, you know, and telling me about how they felt about representation, whether it be about them and and how, you know, they felt like they were represented or perhaps they're someone who uh, isn't in the umbrella of what Asians represent is for, um, but they still feel very thankful that they've learned from our content. Um, There was that one person, Theo. Theo, yeah. Yeah, yeah, who uh, made... Uh, a small RPG based on not No Dice No Problem itself but one of our episodes we talked about the zombie apocalypse and that influenced them to write it, they were they were like they were working on the game and then they had, and they were watching Zom 100 the anime and then when we started talking about it Theo was like Theo said oh my god validation it's good yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah it, it, it has been wild here I, I do have some Regrets about the con. Obviously, I, I wish that we had spent more time together. Sure. I wish I We only wasn't. played one Flesh and Blood game. I know. I, we, 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 we have, have time. time. We have we time. Have time. Um, but we still have to record more stuff. I, I regret that we haven't spent as much time together. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy that I've been able to like network, talk to folks about Asians Represent, and all of that. But you're right. There's that, that intersection of, what was it, fame, friendship, and... Was, was it, was it Fame, friendship, and 
free time. And free time. And I think the one that I, I still feel very uncomfortable about is the idea of fame because I don't, I don't like to think that. Like, sure. Like, I'm, I'm famous. I think people know who I am. But I think sure. fame Im- implies something else, at least to me. And I'm still constantly in awe that, that people know who I am, like my work, and listen to all of our content. Sure. Like, I've met people here at the con who are like, I've listened to every single episode of Asians Represent. Like, there are 114 episodes of this podcast. And they're not small episodes. They're not small, and they're, some of them are very, very heavy. Yeah. Um, and so that, that has been uh, a juggling act for me. I think if we were to come back to Big Bad Con next year, and I think we should. Oh, yeah, of course. I would want us to do a live show. Like a proper live show, like Asians represent live. We do a panel, and we'll do a full-on episode of the podcast. That's one thing I want to do. Second thing I want to do is I will, we have to do Clayorama again. So yeah. Honestly, that was like the funnest game I played all weekend. Dude, Clay. Okay, for those who don't know what Clayorama is, Clayorama is a uh, old, old like from Dragon Magazine uh, game. Where you play, uh, it's a battle royale, and you pl- you take like a, a cup of Play-Doh each, and you make your own little creatures, your own little monsters, and then they duke it out uh, on a table. And it's just, oh man, it's a ton of fun. It's so much fun. It's it's abstract. I was laughing so hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so you hard. get to do all these superpowers, like, you know, if you hit, then you can like jab some, like one of the creations with your finger, and then the judge has to go, mm, that, that, that. That fingering feels like it's a 3D6. Yeah, like how, how much damage did you deal? Uh, it was a lot of fun. So I want us to do more structure because the, the thing is, we plan, and I think this is, and I, I fully take responsibility for this. We planned on going to, I think at a high level, we planned on going to Big Bad Con as a group. Sure. But we didn't plan on going to Big Bad Con as Asians represent. Yes. And I think that's where we went wrong. I think we didn't come prepared to, like, I think I would have done little, like, uh, cards. Like, not business cards, but little, like, larger cards yeah. about, like, the show and stuff. Yeah, one of the things I wish I had done was create, um, a Q- like, we had maybe create a QR code card that was strictly for, like, Discord invites. The Discord invites. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because that, that's been kind of a pain because I wasn't prepared for that. Yeah, and, and I didn't think that we'd see so many people from the Discord server. Yeah, lots of people, lots of friends. Um, and, like, names that, like, oh, we spent time, like, Geo. We, we spent yeah. time playing BattleBit and stuff Hell on the yeah. server. Like, really fun times. But, like, to, to meet them in person is, like, we're, I'm super grateful. Like, just that our community is real. You know, it, yeah. I, I know our community is real, but like our community manifested physically here. Yeah. Hey, anyone listening at home, reminder, you're not real until we see you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I think next year, I think we come with the intention of attending Big Bad Con as Asians represent. Yeah. Not as, you know, we came as like the three of us in a hotel room, you know, like Daniel, Emma and Drew. Sure. And I think that's where we kind of that intersection of freedom, friendship, and, and like fame, as you said. Yes, I think ultimately, I, I, I think that this, I've had a great experience with Big Bad Con. I yeah. think we all have by and large. Um, however- But we didn't get us time. Yeah, we didn't get us time. And we can achieve that next time by thinking about this more strategically, where 
perhaps you do less, some of us do more, right? So we even so on a whole, there are more Asians represent people at uh, various panels and workshops and things like that. So our overall increase, like our overall uh, presence increases. Yeah. However, on the flip side, you individually have less to do which gives all of us more free time together another by having thing, a more measured approach to it all. Yeah, and I think another thing where I went wrong is I said yes to too many people. Yeah, I got to stop saying yes. I got to stop saying yes. I have a problem with that. It, 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 I, I totally understand your point earlier of like, you know, if a fan walks up and they want to say hi, of course you should say hi, you yeah. know. But 14 panels is a bit much. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't 14 panels, although if you it are wondering, it, the inconsistency in my voice for this episode of Asians Represent uh, it's because I have lost my voice. We are both also talking through masks. We are, yeah, we're masked up. We are masked up at Big Bad Con, and um, but yeah, I have. I'm losing my voice, so I sound very. Uh, <laughs> what was it yesterday when you were just like, hey, hey, hello. yeah? <laughs> I would walk back to the hotel room yeah. and I'd just be like, hey, it was Drew. like 4 p.m. and it sounded like you had just woken up from a deep sleep. Hello, hello. <laughs> I have just awoken, um, but. Yeah, we're going to come back next year as uh, like a unit. And I think a great way for us to test it and for Emma and I to test it is to do that at Breakout Con. Yeah, yeah. That's the Toronto one, correct? That's the Toronto one. And um, that's to like, how do we test out our um, like QR codes, promotional materials, stuff like that. Even merch. I was talking to Emma about that. Like, I'm like, oh, what if we got stickers made of the Noodle Dragon? Uh, for Breakout Con, because at Breakout Con, there's actually a merch table for creators and guests, yeah. and basically they take a small percentage and then you you take the rest. Okay, yeah, yeah. And so I think we're certainly going to try to do that at Breakout Con, like just promote Asians rep more, just like walk around with promotional little uh, brochures or whatever, and just start handing them out to anybody who will listen. Yes, um, and I think that'll be a good test for for Emma and I because we don't there's no cost us traveling there. Now that said, I wonder if we could bring you to Breakout Con. We'll I mean, if I have to go to Canada, I will. Because we can, we can, we can. I suppose we can get you lodging, so that that's actually yeah, yeah, not easy. a huge issue. It's easy. And even the like, you could even. I don't. I wouldn't ask you to drive. I mean, I've offered before, though. Kind of, it's a twelve-hour drive. Eh, you know. Well, we'll figure it out. We'll but figure I think it out. trying to test run like. A big bad con, 2024, yes. at Breakout Con, which is a smaller local con for Emma and I. Yes. Um, is a very, very good strategy, I think, for us to employ next time. Yeah. Um, now, I, I am trying to talk to as many of the Asians rep people as possible at this con. I am failing. There's um, a lot. There's a lot of us here. But I wanted to ask you... No, I actually wanted to start by giving you some praise. Okay. We did what are we praying for, praying praise praise. Oh, <laughs> praise! <laughs> just if, I wanted if, to give, I just I just wanted to say a small prayer for you, Drew. Oh, no. thank you. No, thank I wanted you. to uh, uh, give you some praise on air. I already said this to you in person, but we just we did a panel this morning on TTRPG freelancing, and you absolutely fucking rocked it because that was your first TTRPG sort of like panel talking about freelancing ever. And I know you yeah. were feeling kind of like 
maybe consciously or subconsciously feeling out of place there because you were like, the thing I worked on isn't even out yet. Yeah, the the singular thing on my portfolio isn't even out. Doesn't exist. You can't even look up my work really except yeah, for a blog post that I think says it James exists. Case could hear this and be like, canceled. The whole thing is canceled. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Drew's no longer a freelancer. Shit. Um, no, but I know you, you might have been feeling out of place there, but sure. you absolutely crushed it when talking about connecting with people on Discord and really like championing the thank agents you. rep discord like i just wanted to say that on, on the pod itself thank you um we i think that's a great idea about like the qr code and i know you and i have talked about just like opening up the discord in general yeah i've been thinking about it just because it, it's just one of those things where i think we have a really healthy community right now and, and i think it's very healthy in a way that it can withstand the change of other people joining. Does that make sense? Yeah. Before it feels we, were, like it's a, we closed it's a stable, it. It's a stable foundation is a better way of putting it. Yeah. And I think it would also help the growth of the show as well. Yeah. Yeah. And also just to be fair, and this is more selfish, it takes something off of my plate of having to manage those applications and read them all and, you know, say yay or nay and keep track of a spreadsheet of all the different ones I said yes and no to. Uh, it's not a lot, but it is something that is just the icing on a long work day, you know, that I don't totally. and it's, always want to do. It's also Asians rep energy that can be put to other things. Yeah. Like the show, the, like the content, yeah. and even just like interacting with folks in the server. Yeah. And I mean, you've already taken on like handling all of our comms and you've been crushing it too. You've been like, hey, Daniel, we got an email asking you about this thing. Yeah. Um, and easy. just sorting through all the emails. I still have to respond to those. Um, <laughs> well, I can't. I can't help you there. No, no. Uh, I, I still have. If to I have to the authority, I will certainly respond to an email. But if it's not in my realm of things, then I'll just. I mean, give I think it to you. you. I think you do, and I think we we just we should just talk. We about just that talk about more. how to go about that. Yeah. You know? If it's like, hey, we want you to sign this thing, you're like, cool. I'll sign on behalf of Daniel. Hell Maybe yeah! I'll not. forge. I'll commit forgery. Uh, it, the signature kind of looks like Dequan. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the spelling so different? Listen. Racist. Racist. You saying all of our spelling looks the same? <laughs> uh, but but anyways, I wanted to like give you that 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 piece Thank of, you. of I of appreciate feedback. it. Um and, and and you know, to to scratch your back. No, I'm just kidding. No, don't. You know, it, I think it's a case of, <laughs> you know, I think you know, yes, I there've always been times where hustle or fame gets in the way you know where there's so many opportunities because of your hard work it is also because of your hard work and your hustle that we as Asians represent and, and our mission has had so many opportunities so yeah. I, I think you should be thanked for that as well no it's tough right because like I think we both we both understand why things work out the way they work out yeah. it's like you get why I got busy and I'm talking to all these yeah. people but I also understand why you feel like I haven't been able to like hang out with you as much at this con. Yeah. So like I I think we're both right uh, in both senses, and I think there are both things. That's that, not how conversations work. I One know, right? That's not how wrong. friendships work. I yeah, think yeah. what people are hearing on the podcast right now is how people, how healthy collaboration. Yeah, yeah. Um, and healthy friendship sounds like. Um, so I wanted to ask you something about yeah, the up? show. Given that you've interacted with a lot of fans here, some of them who who I know have spoken to you, but not to me, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. Which is awesome. Because that means that, like, Asians represent is more than just Daniel Kwan. Sure. I wanted to ask you, I asked this to Steve, 
in the next six months, what is it that you would like us to do as Asians represent? Is there a thing that you'd like us to try, a risk you'd like us to take? And, and, hmm. and for the audience, I did not tell Drew I would ask him this. Yeah, I'm not beforehand. sure. I, I have to think about it. My first thing that my brain jumps to, and this is really just like, look at the roost, you know, thoughts, is I, I would like to see more, even more like, quote unquote, fun content. A lot of our episodes are fun, but, you know, the mission of Asians Represent is not to always have funny times. You know, it is to provide education uh, and to provide representation. And so, besides that, though, I would love for us to have more fun things. One of the things that I really like to do, uh, and I hope to have more bandwidth after this very, very crazy week, is I would like to sit down with uh, members of the team as well as the community and maybe do more, try to get back into doing more community events in the Discord. Yeah. You know, group events that we can all do, even if it's just simple things like Jackbox games streamed from someone's we, uh, computer we or whatever. We talked about doing a, a hangout, and I know Eisen was interested, and Eisen yeah. will be back from China Hell yeah. soon. Uh, we talked about doing, like, a, a model kit building hangout. That would be fun. I have been thinking about buying my first Gunpla. Oh, I was also thinking, like... Oh, this could help you get through your backlog of minis too. Yeah, I should probably. Yeah. I like how my solution is to buy something else to build. <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm helping you with yeah, your yeah, yeah. existing backlog. Not the fact that I own like Cursed City and that needs to be built. I own. I feel called like, out too. I own hundreds of, of minis that have not been built or painted. Um, yeah, I just want to do more community things. Yeah. Just things for the group, for the friends, for, you know, to help build more bridges between folks in the server and to create a place that is more enticing for people outside of it as well you know i wanted to grow that 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 core that we have there yeah i want us i love that feeling that that vibe that you emma and i and agatha were having when we were playing cleorama oh such a good vibe we were just laughing and like i want to do that at every con it doesn't have to be Cleorama, but yes, I agree. Like no, I think I think Cleorama. I mean, we're gonna do Cleorama, but I don't think that's the end of it. Yeah. Right. I think I got really good feedback, and I know he told you this too from Navarre. Shout out to Navarre. Shout out to Navarre. Love that um, guy. About no dice, no problem. Yeah. And how Navarre just really Navarre said that he really likes like the energy of no dice, no problem, and how. Like like you said, it is kind of like this break from our usual content. Yeah. And it has it is a way for us to also naturally diversify what Asians represent is about. Like, yeah. It is about examining representation. It's about discussing representation. It is about the issues that we face as creators and consumers in this space. Yeah. But we are more than that. Yeah, I am by no We're means... We're just two guys at a convention. <laughs> uh, yeah, I... By no means in saying that uh, we should get get away from our mission. I simply think, you know, I think we should still have our seasons of Asians Represent. And I still think that the work that we do is important, vital, and probably always will be. I just right. think that we should also do more fun stuff on the side. Because that's fun. It's fun. That's all these. That's the only reason I need is it's fun. Yeah, and I think that, you know, No Dice, No Problem is like a nice 
breaking the content for the audience. Also, like the new branding for No Dice No Problem. Is oh my great. god! If you all have not seen that logo, that new stuff, you can check out my Twitter at Drew Kwan. <laughs> check out my Blue Sky at Drew Kwan at dot blue, blue whatever the fuck that uh, is. Yeah, I don't know. I still don't remember. Uh, like Drew Squan. Drew Drew Squan. <laughs> Drew Squan. Drew Drew Squan. <laughs> uh, at Blueky. Uh, <laughs> if you go on our Discord, you'll see it somewhere. I don't know. On your profile picture. On Hell yeah. But yeah, I I want I, I agree. I think it's important for us to do more. Do you like how I just hawked my social media? Oh, you! It this? was very natural. It was very natural. But I'm no, a, I, I I'm think an any award winner. I gotta be. We gotta we gotta really introduce more fun into Asians represent. Not and like you said, not to say we're not fun, but content that is just lighthearted. Yeah, and I think doing like two no dice no problems a month is. Yeah fantastic yeah a little bit shorter to maybe get be a little bit better for certain commutes yeah you know uh or just you know we don't want to be a, a super long podcast for this one we don't necessarily because we don't necessarily need to be you know some uh, some asians represent episodes definitely have to be that long because it is a slog to get through all of that content to get through all of yeah. those things right uh but if we're just you know shitting around shitting around if we're just, you know, if we're shooting the shit. Shooting the shit. If we're just shitting, <laughs> <laughs> then, um, you know, it doesn't have to be that long. And I do think that smaller episodes, but more often, would be more beneficial. It's also yeah. better for keeping NDNP in, like, the, the brain. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. So, to, to kind of summarize, in the next six months, you, you want us to do more fun stuff. Stuff with yeah. our community. Uh, I want to do make more fun content, more community events, and uh, I want us to do more like streamed or or just uploaded content of some kind. That uh, is that I, is on the fun side. I like the idea of you and I doing like a one shot or two shot of uh, Rune Karen. Yeah, I also I need to talk to Agatha more. Uh, so folks, if you're interested in this, you know, let me know on uh, Adriquan on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> uh, Agatha and I were talking briefly about maybe doing like a series of like two person RPGs or of solo like and like journal entry RPGs and then we'll talk about it and maybe see if we can interview the creators and things like that and do that as like a semi permanent segment or at least like a trial run see if that goes anywhere I think that'd be interesting it's different content and highlights something that um, there are creators for some of this stuff but it's you know I think those smaller RPGs uh, deserve more representation themselves. I like the I and uh, correct me if I'm wrong about how I'm interpreting this. Yeah, I love the idea of there being like a short or long form interview with said creator and an accompanying piece of content that is you playing the game. Sure, is that correct? Yes. Okay. And like I get to be the 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 dunce, the idiot of the of the show because i've never played any of those kinds of games so i have no idea what i'm doing you know whereas agatha knows quite a lot about those smaller story-based rpgs i like that i like that and i think that could just be like the audio interview with the creator that's just a main episode of asians represent yeah yeah because i think that we've we've moved away from that content but we have no natural reason why we've moved away from that content. sure sure and i think we should go back to spotlighting more people and i think it's also a good thing for you know, you and Agatha to do is is to actually go and make that content yourself, right? Yep. Play those solo games. Like I'm obviously there to help out, but you're on the team. Damn. Right? Yeah, 
I I need to uh, get more. I need to get tech for my computer because once that's possible, like once my computer's back at peak efficiency, I can definitely run plenty of production. That shouldn't yeah, be an issue. Yeah, and I just need to get I just need to get the money helpful. for it because uh, my computer is dying. So in order to do that, we need we need people to support us on Patreon. Yeah, if you uh, head over to our Patreon uh, and you sub at any level, uh, or I think almost all levels, you get access to all of our content. You get access to various shout-outs at the ends of episodes. You uh, get video versions of many of our uh, no episodes. Dice, like, no Dice, problem. No Problem. You get to see our faces, mine of which is always in much lower quality because my upload at home is awful. Um, but you get so many things, and most of all, you get my attention for like five minutes. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, you that's... pay my bills. No, you don't. You don't. I don't get paid. You pay our bills. Someday you may pay my bills. I want you to pay my bills. We'll, we'll get there. Give me money. Design Doc started as a podcast about designing a role-playing game. Over the years, it's turned into so much more. It's a show about the challenges of burnout, making money from creative projects, and what goes into bringing a game to life. Come along with Hannah and Evan in a living documentation of the game design process. One review described it as the audio equivalent of taking a hike with a good friend. You can search for Design Doc on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts.